G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, on a Wednesday, you'll know we like to check in on what's happening so far as breaking news headlines out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines again this week and back with us. Hi, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's start with one. In Jerusalem, the US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, pushed for a two-state solution and called for an equal measure of freedom for Israelis and Palestinians. Uh, What are these headlines telling us? Yeah, he began his three-day visit to the Middle East in Cairo, landing in Israel last Monday. After meeting with Benjamin Netanyahu, the two gave a joint press conference in Jerusalem. Netanyahu said, Your visit comes at an important time. It's a time where many in the international community have seen the true face of Iran. They've seen the barbarism of this regime against its own people. Blinken stated America's commitment to the security of Israel and to preventing nuclear weapons in Iran, as well as stressing Washington's policy of maintaining the status quo in the holy sites in Jerusalem and leaving the door open for the two-state solution. We're urging all sides now to take urgent steps to restore calm, to de-escalate, Blinken said. Our goal is to bring about equality between the Israeli and Palestinian citizens who will both enjoy the same freedoms. May I add, I think that's wishful thinking. Ron, let's pick up on another one. The Israeli Security Cabinet has decided to strengthen settlements after those deadly terror attacks. What's happening here? Yeah, Benjamin Netanyahu said the Security Cabinet had decided on a series of steps to combat terror and exact a price from terrorists and their supporters during a meeting held late Saturday night after the deadliest terror attack against Israelis in over a decade. The high-level security cabinet convened after a terrorist killed seven and wounded three near a synagogue in Jerusalem's Neviyakov neighbourhood on Friday night. That was, in fact, Holocaust Memorial Day. In a second attack, a 13-year-old Palestinian shot and wounded two people outside the capital's old city on Saturday. Netanyahu said that in response to the attacks and subsequent celebrations in Palestinian cities, officials decided on steps to strengthen settlements in the coming week without providing details. He also said thousands of civilians will be granted permits to carry firearms by expediting and expanding the licensing process. That's a scary thought. Mm. Hey, Ron, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, he's back well and truly in charge and his name's in a lot of these headlines. Uh, Let's pick up on this one. Benjamin Netanyahu vows to preserve the Temple Mount status quo in a surprise meeting with the Jordanian king. What's the story here? Yeah, he made this surprise visit to Jordan last week 
to meet with King Abdullah II, whom he reportedly vowed to not change the status quo on the Flashpoint Temple Mount Holy Site in Jerusalem. Netanyahu made the promise more than once during the fleeting visit, Israel Media is reporting. In addition to assuring the Jordanian monarch that Israel would preserve the Islamic Rock's authority over the Temple Mount, which is considered Judaism's holiest site and the third holiest site in Islam. King Abdullah said last month any change to the status quo would be considered a red line. Highlighting the tension, Israel's Minister of National Security, Ben Gavir, said, I manage my own policy concerning the Temple Mount, not that of the Jordanian government. With all due respect to Jordan, Israel is an independent country, he said. And there you see the Temple Mount stands as a contentious and very volatile situation. Ron, here's something we might all have in common with Israel. Israel's energy prices are the highest they have been in nine years. Uh, What's being reported? Yeah, the highest since November 2014, according to new data revealed through the last week. From the beginning of 2022, get this, prices increased by 20%. Household expenses in Israel for electricity fuel and cooking gas have increased in the past year by 200 shekels a month. They stand now at an average of 1,910 shekels. That's almost 800 Aussie dollars a month. Another frustrating figure is that 50% of energy expenses come from, guess what, taxes. Okay. Hey, Ron, the United Nations has unveiled a new memorial called the Book of Names, including 4.8 million names of Holocaust victims, and it stands two metres high, one metre wide and eight metres long. Give us the insight here into what this is all about. Yeah, this is exciting. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres said the Nazis tried to rob millions of Jews of their names before killing them during World War II. But at the inauguration of a UN installation, with the names of millions of Holocaust victims, he said they failed, and all those slaughtered shall never be forgotten. The memorial features the names of 4.8 million victims, so far identified by Yad Vashem, the Holocaust memorial in Jerusalem. They're arranged alphabetically on pages. There are blank pages at the end, symbolizing the more than one million murdered Jews who are still unidentified. Undersecretary General Melissa Fleming said the exhibition stands in silence, but it speaks volumes. And an interesting one to top off the headlines today, Ron. There's a Christian gospel concert that's happening in Israel today. I am so excited about this. American gospel artist Oscar Williams and the Band of Life joined Israeli artists for two days of performances sponsored by the United States Embassy in Israel to mark Black History Month. Based in Texas, Williams is a musician, educator, speaker, and cultural ambassador who has traveled the world, spreading the message of love and life through the medium of music. It's called Sing Hallelujah. In addition to live performances, the festival will also include master classes and workshops and provide an opportunity to learn from these talented musicians. But to have it advertised, 
and promoted publicly is awesome. And there's already international uh, profile for it because we're talking about it. Hey, great getting insights as always, Ron Ross. Uh, One thing to be reading about what's happening on the streets of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago in our Bibles, but to hear what's happening on the streets of Jerusalem and in Israel today, that for some is certainly a real bonus. Hey, thanks so much for updating us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.